Everybody, welcome to the Mike Dolce Show, episode 147, and you know what that means. (laughs) Really, I what does that mean? That doesn't mean anything. Means that 147 times you have let me come into your head and talk smack. Some of which is actually true. I know we said 2017, the year we're back, the year we start really focusing on being more, more, what's the word, more, more consistent with the podcasts, and I'm trying to do that. Now, time is challenging these days. It's it's insane, to be honest with you. We're busy. We are flipping busy out here. We're like a one-legged man in an ass-kicking contest I didn't invent that. I've heard that. Probably some some ornery old man in, invented that, came up with that. Maybe. But really, what do we have going on? We have Dolce Fitness, which just opened in Las Vegas. So you can come and train with me privately, semi-privately, or in groups. You can come and train with the Sav Animal, Miss Savannah Ige. Our head fitness instructor, who is a freaking beast, a phenom, a, uh, uh, a a natural wonder of the world, and an amazing instructor. Uh, we also have a list of other coaches and specialists and physical therapists who do work out of our facility. If you're interested, come on down and go to DolceFitnessUSA.com and set something up. You can actually call us at 702-550-3936 if you're in town or if you care to. No better place to be. But damn, it took time to get this thing up and running. And that took some of my time in 2017. We had to, my brother and I, the Bob, we had to rip out. We did all the all the renovation, well, almost all the renos ourselves. Uh, that's right, we're working, man. The hardest part was the floor. The flooring, because a floor in a fitness facility such as this is challenging. And those of you who are, I, I don't have a construction background. I was a laborer. You know, I worked, you know, on job sites and whatnot as, as a kid. But I'm not a craftsman. I'm not skilled. I can knock fucking walls down and I can carry wheelbarrows and buckets full of uh, debris all day long. So our the entire floor of the facility is basically a deadlift platform for those meatheads out there. We can br- drop a thousand pounds of just steel basically anywhere on the floor with no problem um, because I've been in gyms long enough to know that shit happens. So that was really important to make sure we have solid floor. And then we have the best, the the just top-notch equipment in here. We have multiple rogue racks. We have the um, Ohio bars. We have Texas power bars. We have York equipment. We have reverse hyper machines. We have XD official Kevlar med balls, sandbags, kettlebells galore, bumper plates. Um, What else? I mean, we have just a whole cadre of equipment. See, I'm using big words now. Um, We're pretty pumped up, and now we're off and running. Business is getting busy, and uh, 
Again, busy. Busy's busy's the theme of this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Busy. But busy with purpose. Not making excuses. Of course, we're running our online platform, which has just launched phenomenally well. Um, and it's still in beta right now. And that launched at the beginning of January. We have thousands of people signed up to it already. Changing lives. I'm blown away with the massive weight loss people are experiencing. Um on this online weight loss program. It's insane. Uh, really, it, it did take me by storm. I'm, I'm so, I'm overwhelmed um, with happiness <laughs> because the the feedback that you got, probably many of you are already on there, um, dramatically transforming and changing your life. So it's super cool. And thank you for being a part of it. Thank you for having the faith and trust to jump on. And God darn, you are absolutely crushing it right now. And that's the, the three weeks to shredded program or our Living Lean Plus Three Weeks to Shredded Bundle. And uh, it's it's work intensive. Again, busy. To manage a platform that has thousands of international users in different regions with different geographic, culturally um, preferred foods and measurement system. We're on the metric and the imperial, imperial system. We're working on um, language translations. Um, just it's in constant innovations, developing the app for to support the program now, working on more in-site innovations, working on the UX or the user experience of the site. So that does take time. We have a DDC, March 10th, 11th, and 12th here in Las Vegas for our Dolce Diet, our next crop of Dolce Diet certified coaches. I believe by the time you listen to this, because this will be coming out on Monday the uh, 27th, so you'll still have a week or so, about two weeks actually. Um, if you wanted to come, we do have a few spots left as I sit here and talk into the mic. Um, I don't know if it'll be sold out by the time you hear this. So that actually will be the 27th, this podcast. So yeah, you'll have almost two weeks to get signed up for the next Dolce Diet certified course. You can go to dolcedietshop.com if you care to come out here and check us out. But this is it's essentially sold out for our purposes, uh, but we do have a few spots available. We always have some bonus spots available. Uh, we often allow some VIPs and whatnot to come in. We do have some VIPs that will be coming in super cool. Pumped up about that. So again, planning and organizing that, finishing up squats and steak. Pumped up to finally get this thing out and in your hands. Um, is going to be exciting. And we also launched the Dolce Book Club. We have 758 members currently in the Dolce Book Club. We just finished our first book, uh, which was The Richest Man in Babylon. No surprise to many of our long-term Mike Dolce show um, supporters, The Richest Man in Babylon. It made sense for that to be the first book of the Dolce Book Club. And uh, our next book was just released or just launched, just announced. And that is our good friend, Mr. Sean Stevenson's, excuse me, Sean Stevenson's Sleep Smarter. And Mr. Sean Stevenson himself actually popped on to our Facebook page and left an amazing personal message to all the members of the Dolce Book Club. So if you wanted to join, and it was cool because we did the final book, final recap uh, today. This is Friday. I'm, I'm recording this. Um, so this is kind of, you know, hopefully real time for you guys listening. We did the final book recap of Richest Man in Babylon. And it was, it was like a Napoleon Hill mastermind, for those of you that are switched on to my words. 
the group of people that were engaged and we were all just talking about what we pulled from the book and, and helping and people had advice, you know, and challenges and questions and everyone in the group was able to just get in and you could feel, you could feel the energy in the room, the mind power um, of those that were involved was, it was awesome, inspiring. So I really look forward to now ripping through, and I've already read Sleep Smarter. Um, actually, I was I'm fortunate to get a, a advanced copy from Mr. Sean Stevenson, uh, which is cool. Thank you, my brother. Um, but to have to offer this book now to the almost 800 members of the Dolce Book Club is special. And then we're gonna we do our weekly recap. So one weekend we do it, and then we do our, our final. So every t- we read one book every two weeks. That's the goal. We're gonna read 24 books um, in a year together, and then hopefully you're gonna pick up a couple other books on the side. If you want to be a member of the Dolce Book Club, just simply send us an email to bookclub at thedolcediet.com. And this is invite or acceptance only. You can't just join it. You have to be privileged. And uh, any listener of the Mike Dolce Show, I know you guys, you already fall into that category, but really we want to vet out any spam bots and things like that so we can protect you guys, protect the privacy, and make sure there's no creepers trying to get inside. But again, busy. I got two little babies at home. I got Victoria, who just turned two earlier this month, and Arden, who's 10, going on 11 weeks. Um, Life is busy. And you parents out there know what busy means when you got two little babies at home. Oof. Busy. I get up at... Now, I used to get up at 5 a.m. I get up at 4 a.m. now. And... It's funny because my day doesn't end any sooner. <laughs> so I'm, I'm getting up at 4 a.m. every morning so I can get in my hour of fasted cardio. As you guys have heard me talk about, if you follow our Instagram live or our Facebook live uh, Q&As, which I do almost daily now. So make sure you're following us at the Dolce Diet on all of our social media platforms. And uh, I talk about the, the importance of low-intensity steady-state cardiovascular activity for preferentially preserving muscle tissue while oxidizing stored body fat, primarily stubborn body fat, as the fuel source of choice. And I've seen dramatic, dramatic results. Problem is, I have to get up and do this at 4 a.m. now because I have to be in here at the facility at Dolce Fitness at 5.30, because we have our first class, our Sunrise crew shows up at 6 a.m. So Miss Savannah and I get in here right about the same time. She does usually beat me in because she's very, very diligent, very <laughs> very professional, this young lady. And uh, she likes to come in. She gets the gym set up. She gets our, our whiteboard set up. She has the program uh, or she does her programming. So uh, when people walk in, they see exactly what the workout is, what the flow is, which I, I love that concept. Um, and it's the students really enjoy it. The members enjoy it. But again, I'm up at 4 a.m. now so I can get my work in first and foremost. Got to take care of my own health, fitness, right? Fitness is important. And we can't let our fitness slide. And again, going back to the topic of busy. Busy, 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 busy. And you know what inspired today's podcast, now that I've, I've got done my, my prelude, my dialogue, my narrative, we're going to get into the meat of the podcast now. As I was walking this morning, I don't know, you know, I do know why. 
because I've been, I've, I've, I don't post a lot about my personal life. I post little things, little pieces here and there. Um, cause I was always on the fence about, well, what's sharing too much in privacy and I don't want to give away too much privacy, but at the same time, I do feel that my private life should be shared a little more often with you guys. So you can understand that I'm, well, I know that I'm just like you and I'm just like any of our, you know, followers on any of our media platforms. I'm no different um, at all, just completely average and unimportant in, in most aspects of life. And people constantly ask me, and I, I, the number one question I get is like on YouTube, like what video you, you guys want to see? They're like, oh, I want to see what you eat. I want to see how you train. I want to see how you do things. Not how I say that you should do things, not how I say our athletes do things, not how I say science says things should be done. The number one question that I get either through our, our emails, um, comments in our you know, social platforms, through the DMs and private messages and all these other you know, kind of backdoor messages, the number one question, and it just really dawned on me, is people want to know how I do things. And I'm like, shit, why do you care about what I do? Because I'm freaking average. I'm not a, a world champion athlete, Hollywood movie star, heartthrob. I'm just this average blue collar dude that just works hard and stays focused and, and is patient and disciplined and stubborn. And I put my nose down and I just plow forward. And it seems that the more private things that I do are very, very unspectacular, especially to me, very basic. So I started adding more of, well, hey, guys, what's up? It's 4 a.m. Here I am. I'm walking in my, you know, my six-year-old hoodie and my, you know, eight-year-old pair of underwear <laughs> that I've been wearing for the last two days or whatever. Um, not really, but, but really, um, you know, just whatever, just normal dude. I probably look like a bum when I'm walking around my rather nice, <laughs> lavish neighborhood. Um, I'm surprised I haven't been arrested. Um, but again, very normal, very average and even below average, I think, cause I've, I've been below average in most aspects of life, especially when it comes to talent. I'm not, I've never been talented in any real capacity. I think my only talent has been in my work ethic. I've never complained about working. I've always accepted my need to work and my, my um, capacity of work. It's never been a problem to work hard. And it's something that I actually, I enjoy, not that I wouldn't rather be laying on a beach or, you know, something along those lines, but I, I, I'm not scared of work and I, I'll be the first one. And when something has to get done, I'm usually the first one to stand up to start to do it. We got to move that. We got to carry that. We got to pick that up. We got to, you know, whatever the hell it is, we got to break that down. We got to unpack that. We got to pack that. We got to fold that. We got to, okay, let's do it. Let's get it done. I'm I'm usually the first guy to get that stuff done. And 
so I started posting just like these, hey, here I am in the morning walking, like, what are you guys doing? And because I'm like, yeah, what are you guys doing? You laying your fat ass in bed right now? Come on, get up, let's go. You guys know me hopefully well enough. And almost every time the hate comes in, I don't, I don't care about the hate. I get hate, hated on all the time for years and years and years. And the hate is not, there's nothing real to the hate. It's nothing, you know, that has any bearing on me. It's, it's much more on the individual that actually, you know, makes statements and such. The haters. But the people do say, you know, oh, you know, why don't you try motivating people with, with positive energy, Dolce? Like, uh, what are you talking about? They obviously don't follow us. They don't know what we're talking about. They don't know what we do here. And they don't know really probably anything about me. Um, Let me see if I can find this. Um, Just finished. No, I don't know if I can find it. Maybe I can. Maybe I can. Got mine. Nope, not that one. Almost there. I know this is a little convoluted, ladies and gentlemen. My apologies, but I'm trying. If not, I can certainly tie this up for you. Eight to nine hours. Nope, that's not it. I know this just really went downhill quick, didn't it? (laughs) Um, But regardless, so... I was trying to find the exact comment that got me thinking, and I think way more about all the positive, amazing information that you guys send. Very rarely do these, you know, creepers pop in my mind, but they're a part of the the, the equation. So I always think about when they say shit. Well, how can I help them? How can I help them? And as I was walking, it, I just I started thinking about like as I was kind of thinking about the the poor people and poor people that are the the haters or the incapable, um, you know, the jealous or whatever they are. And I started thinking about all the elites that we work with, all the, the, the world champion athletes we've been blessed to work with, the Olympic medalists that we've been blessed to work with, the, the NFL, the NHL, the NBA, the MLB, um, NASCAR, all of these elite athletes, these seven-figure, some eight-figure yearly salaried athletes, and then thinking of the celebrities that, Jesus, I mean, they're making eight figures for a couple months' work on some of the projects they're doing. And then some of the, it's funny because the richest people I'm around are people that you've never heard of. <laughs> That's such a weird thing. And it's so cool. And it's, it's, and this is actually really cool. So those of the people that have the most success, financial success, the most power, the most influence are people that you've never heard of because they write the checks to the people that we have heard of. And I'm so fortunate to be around these people in certain capacities. Some are friends, some are clients, some are mentors, some are business affiliates in just different capacities. All are great people and all I'm, I'm blessed. And uh, 
it, it really does highlight my averageness. I'm, I'm extremely average and below average in, in many, in most of the circles in which I walk. But I'm thinking about all the conversations I've had with these people that have levels of success that are just insane. It's, it's hard to even fathom the financial the reach that they have, the, you know, the professional accolades or levels that they have, just the things that they've done and, and can do and are capable of. And I've never, ever, ever, ever heard one of them ever say, I wish I had stayed in bed longer. You know, I just wish I had just hit that snooze button one more time. Not one of them has ever said anything about not wanting to work. About how they wish they could have just laid in bed and pulled the covers up and slept until 8 a.m. instead of getting out of bed at 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. And of all these people, especially the most successful, they all wake up extra early. They all wake up before they have to. They never wake up. They never do anything when they have to. They only do things when they want to. And these people want to do things that the average person shies away from, that the average person avoids. The more successful the person, the more discomfort they choose to experience, the more situations they embrace that take them out of their comfort zone. Now think about that. The people with the greatest levels of success that we all want to attain have the secret formula of doing so by simply doing the things that average people avoid. And this was my eureka during my 60 minutes of low-intensity steady-state cardio this morning. And I wanted to share that with you guys because I thought it was powerful. I thought it was pivotal. And I thought it was something that you would greatly appreciate. So the times when everyone else wants to go to the bar or wants to eat the pizza or drink the beer or have the cake or eat the donut or the bagel or go to the cafe or cheat on the wife or on the husband or whatever, whatever thing that they shouldn't be doing that's easier to do, that is instant gratification with no consideration of the long-term effect, the most successful people do what's more challenging. They do what might not be most enjoyable in the moment. They do what will be most rewarding in the long term. And for me, that's, I hate getting up in the, I fucking hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate waking up in the morning at that time. I, if it were up to me in an ideal world, I would wake up somewhere between 10 a.m. and noon every day. And I would lay in bed for a half hour or so and just do whatever, 
kind of fall asleep, kind of wake up, you know, maybe whatever, flip through Instagram or uh, check my emails or just not have to do anything and just lay there with the sun cracking through my shades and, and just whatever happening and be in no rush. But I wake up at 4 a.m. every morning. And every morning I wake up at 4 a.m., I tell myself, go back to bed. Don't do it. You deserve to sleep. You work so hard. Go back to sleep. You trained yesterday. You trained last night. You already got the uh, that, that thing done. You're ahead of schedule on the project. You already handed in uh, the, the user stories. For the you, you just go back to bed, Mike. Just just take five more minutes. Just hit the hit the snooze at least. So go four fifteen. Give me fifteen more minutes. I have that conversation in my head every morning, and every morning it doesn't get easier. I got to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, whoever said, "Oh, it gets easier," it doesn't get easier. That motherfucker was a dickhead. <laughs> that bastard was lying to you. It doesn't get easier. We get stronger. Because there was a time that I would take 15 more minutes and I would make the excuse and lay in bed. And I did work hard yesterday. I deserve it. I deserve to go back to bed and pull the covers up over my head and wake up and be like, fuck, I'm late. I got all this shit to do. I can't. Oh, fuck. I got to. And I'm in a rush and I'm pinched. So when that little crybaby is complaining about how I should stay in bed, I listen to the crybaby, but I don't let the crybaby affect me. And I I throw the covers off while I just kind of gently slide them off because I don't want to wake up Brandy. (laughs) And I slide my feet over and I put my feet on the floor and I stand up and I'm still thinking, oh, fuck this, just... Go back to bed. No way. Just go downstairs and fall asleep on the couch. I'm just all this crazy talk, crazy talk in my head. You know, all right, just just go to the gym and then just 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 leave. Just just you unlock. Yeah, fall asleep in the car. That's okay. Yeah, you can do that. All these crazy, and I'm not even trying to have these crazy thoughts, but these crazy thoughts happen, and I'm just telling you guys the truth. You want to talk about average and average psychopath? That maybe that's me. That's me. All these thoughts. And I just keep taking steps forward. I stand up. I turn towards the bathroom. I walk into the restroom. I use the restroom. I wash my hands. I brush my teeth. I wash my face. I step on the scale. Fuck, I'm still tired, but now I'm actually moving. I walk past my closet. I grab my gear that I'm going to wear. I pretty much have it laid out from the night before so I don't have to wake up the family. I grab my gear and I just walk out into the hallway to go downstairs. I get changed downstairs. So again, I don't wake up. Brandy, the girls, and I drink my 16 ounces of water. I turn on the espresso machine. I go grab my sneakers, grab my espresso. I drink my espresso between the, the kitchen and the front door. So we don't wear shoes. We don't wear sneakers in my house. Uh, and we keep the sneakers in the mudroom, which is like the laundry room. Um, grab my sneakers, espresso, drink the espresso. I leave the espresso on this little, we got this like little cutout that are like keys and 
bullshit receipts and stuff right inside the front door. Got this little fancy bowl and like keys and packs of gum and knives. <laughs> we got weapons all over my house. Um, drink the espresso. I leave the, the cup in the little bowl. Shoes are on and out the door, door locked, walk begins. And there's pretty much no stop in motion. There's no sitting there and, oh, woe is me. And then it's freeze like 31 degrees this morning in Las Vegas. And, of course, I'm in shorts because, you know, I didn't think it's going to be 31 degrees in Vegas. And I should maybe have sweatpants. And I don't want to go upstairs and wake the girls. And now I'm already moving. And I don't want to backtrack. I want to move forward. So I just walked. And then there we go. And then the, all the, you know, thoughts, what am I going to do today? All right, let's breathe. Let's relax. Let's center your mind. Good. I can hear everything that's going on. You can so much you can actually hear when you're actually not listening. Um, some of you understand that. Mind is clear. Goals for the day. What do I need to accomplish? I go through my list, my fitness, my family, my finance, my future, my for me. Yep, I revalidate the things that I knew I needed to accomplish. I set the goals firmly in my mind for the day. I can boom move that off the task. Is there anything pending? I need to be up. I got appointment. I got to speak with Ryan at two thirty. At two, I got the U. I got the book club at two thirty. I got other client phone calls um, throughout the day. Athlete check ins. Yep, yep, yep. Friday's my phone call day. I got all that stuff locked in. That's fortunately fortunately on my calendar. So I don't have to need to worry about that. Nothing's missing. And then brain, relax. Mic time. And then just whatever nonsense floats in and out of my brain just kind of comes and goes. And that's how we got to this conversation. Very average. Just I'm sure you guys have very similar processes. And I don't know if I'm explaining mine very well or if my kind of, you know, mental process action suits or fits yours, but I have a feeling it does in your own crazy way because you're just as crazy as me, no matter what you pretend. And that's okay because we're all fucked up in our own very special way. But again, it goes back to that conversation or those conversations I've had with these ultra ultra elites. I mean, we're talking ultra elites, not, not just like, you know, oh, I was on the varsity high school football team. Wow. I was on the varsity college football team. Wow. Well, I'm a NFL player. Wait, wow. Okay. That's super elite. That's the crew. That's the the, the level of, of influences that I'm blessed to have around me that I'm, I'm sharing with you guys. And I want to share a lot of this information with you guys because I'm just average. That's the way I see it. And that's probably a good thing because I know I've been able to do and accomplish things that are above average. Some are extraordinary, especially when you consider someone as average as me. And that might be you because you might be average too. You might see yourself as average. But though we are average, though we are regular, though we are seemingly normal, though we're all crazy, we're seemingly normal with nothing really special, outwardly obvious about each one of us. We are all capable of extraordinary things. 
and to share some of this with you, to be more honest with you and be more open with you. And when I say honest, honest, not that I've lied to you ever, honest in that I want to be more open with you. And I'll try to be more open with you and, and try and share more of kind of these internal conversations that I have or conversations I have that I'm, I'm fortunate. You know, I'm sitting in a room with three billionaires. What? And just watching them work and talk in the way they think and then having lunch and then realizing like these dudes, <laughs> these dudes are just as fucked up as me. These dudes are totally normal. Yet they're fucking awesome and amazing and flawed and no difference than anyone else I know. Well, what makes them different? Why? Why are they special? And then the deeper layers of conversations come out and it's the drive. It's the work ethic. It's the discipline. It's the focus. It's the patience. It's the delayed gratification. It's the selfless nature in which they work while being rather selfish with their drive to succeed. It's really an interesting dynamic when it's something that I've been able to really learn from and implement much of it in my own way. Hopefully one day I'll have the ability to do it as well as maybe they do or do it in my own way that could be as effective or maybe more effective. But if not anything else, at least I can share it with you guys. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to share this information with you once again. And it does come down to being busy and staying busy and embracing being busy. Like I'm waking up earlier now than I ever have. And I'm getting more accomplished now than I ever have. And as I'm sitting here, I'm, I'm staring and I'm looking at my, my wall of awards and it, it's, it's, it's funny because my wall of awards is not in a, on a public wall. It's kind of hidden. And uh, I don't know why that is. And it was funny because we had the, um, one of the, the higher, the top executives of Under Armour was here not long ago. And, you know, we just had a bunch of different events happening and conversations and whatnot. And I had him keep uh, his bag in this this office it's kind of our uh it's this the podcast room it's also like a conference room um and we have a much larger outer public area and he put his stuff in in the room and then you know when uh the the, the day was over it's time you know to grab his gear and leave he kind of goes and grabs his gear and he comes back and he's like i saw your awards i was like what and he's like I, I saw, well, I saw, you know, some of your awards kind of displayed in there. It's like, that's really cool. I had no idea. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, it's whatever. He's like, well, it's kind of really cool that actually you don't have them on display. It's like, huh. I never even thought about that. I never even considered it. 
but I all I never considered to have them publicly displayed, which probably you should, right? Because I run a business, and you kind of want that stuff in people's faces. And he just kind of like, I know that maybe struck a nerve with him. I, I don't know. I, I I'll have a follow up conversation about it because I that I found that peculiar. And I came back and I kind of I just looked. As I'm looking at them right now, and it's kind of just all fit into this conversation with you guys, oddly. And it is kind of cool. And as I I sit here, I'm saying, man, I'm so average. (laughs) I'm so average. And I'm kind of looking over, and I was like, oh, wait a minute. All right. There's a whole bunch of halls of fames and trainers of the year and um, men's fitness covers and muscle and fitness and all these other, you know, probably big deal stuff that, you know, some people will work their whole life for and probably not attain just because, and I don't want to say luck of the draw because luck has nothing to do with it. And now that I'm talking to you, this is just, just open dialogue. I'm just making this shit up as I go, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just having a conversation with you. You're sitting here right here, right next to me right now. And I'm thinking about each one of those awards that's spread over, I mean, as that table right there is spread over about an eight-year period of just the things that I can see in front of me that really that's not on public display. It's, it's really just there for me to see. Um, over eight years. And now over the eight years, I have been busting my ass, and I have been getting up early, and I have been grinding, and I have been delaying gratification, and I have been putting other people before me, and I have been very selfish in my desire to achieve and create success in, in different mediums. And then as I sit here right now talking to you guys, I still feel average because I know that I am. And that's what I want to leave you guys with. I want you to know that we're all average. Most of us are anyway. But that's not a limiting factor. That doesn't stop us from being successful. And actually, that can propel us into success. That some of the genetic superior, some of the elites, potential elites, They might not develop that type of work ethic and drive and discipline that someone like us has to develop in order to achieve some sort of success, in order to be on the same playing field, to be competitive. We have to work twice as hard just to be there, just to make the team. We have to work our asses off when some people can just walk on hungover. And that's what I want to leave you guys with. No matter what it is, no matter what your circumstance, no matter where your story has taken you, it's where you are right now that matters and where you want to go. What do you want to do? What do you want to be? Who do you want to be with? Where do you want to be? With what will you have? And you can get there. You can be there if you work for it, if you push, if you sacrifice, if you focus, if you stay disciplined, if you stay patient, if you plan and act. 
you simply need to point yourself in the direction that you want to go. And no matter what, you need to put one foot in front of the other. No matter who tells you you can't, and most of the time it's us, we tell ourselves we can't do something way more than anyone else will ever say it to us. And that's the voice you need to avoid. I have that voice in my ear every day, every day, every second of every day, most likely, especially when I'm trying to accomplish something. And I use that as a counselor. I listen to it. I hear it. I'm aware of it. And I act anyway. And I put one foot in front of the other, just like you. So let's all start doing that, ladies and gentlemen. Let's just put one foot in front of the other every day. Every decision, every opportunity, we take one step forward to our clearly defined goals. That's what we need to be doing. That's how we'll be successful. Every single person listening to this right now, and that is you. You. Yeah, I'm talking to you. You can have infinite success. You can accomplish anything you put your mind to. I don't care. I don't care how ridiculous it may sound or may seem. If you devote 100% of your essence, of your passion, of your strength, of your creativity to accomplishing that goal, you will accomplish it. Regardless if you believe it or not, regardless if you believe me or not, regardless if you believe you or not, just keep taking one step closer. What, what's the alternative? The alternative is never being successful. The alternative is having 100% chance of never being successful if you choose not to pursue success. So the only logical choice is to pursue success with every fiber in your being. Remember, everybody, don't count calories. Make calories count. Boom. Boom.